0: This is Melissa Golden, and you're listening to Freedom in Numbers, and this is the Morning Mouthful. Good Monday morning, July 6th, 2020. On January 20th of this year, more than 22,000 Americans descended on Richmond, Virginia, in protest of unconstitutional gun laws proposed by Governor Northam and Virginia's Democratic lawmakers. Fears of an armed uprising were squashed as gun owners of all classes and creeds peacefully exercised their right to defend their rights. On April 10th, Northam signed into law seven of the eight proposed gun laws, including red flag laws, that these protesters sought to oppose, disregarding the voice of his state, and the Constitution of the United States in one failed swoop. This Saturday, Independence Day, more armed pro-gun rights defenders organized to protest the murder of Duncan Lemp in Maryland by law enforcement conducting a no-knock raid in response to a red flag tip. Echoing the unity and community of the January 20th rally, protesters of all races and beliefs joined the rally this weekend, fighting for Black Lives Matter, the death of Breonna Taylor, and other killings at the hands of law enforcement. Contrary to what the media narrative would have you believe, there are white, pro-Second Amendment conservatives who support Black Lives Matter's fight against police brutality, and there are black and Hispanic BLM activists who are pro-Second Amendment, armed, and don't believe that their white counterparts are their enemy. Many of those in peaceful attendance were associated with the now-condemned Boogaloo movement, who were called out last week as dangerous far-right extremists. Also in peaceful attendance were a handful of true, self-proclaimed white supremacists, who in a shocking display of civility did not lynch or even verbally assault their POC counterparts at the rally. They, in fact, engaged in meaningful discussion about the government overreach issues we all face regardless of race. It's almost as if the media's blanket overgeneralization of certain groups based on a small minority of their constituents is doing us more harm than good. Imagine that. The aforementioned comments are laced with sarcasm because to any reasonable human being with the ability to pull their head out of their screens, civility and open discussions are no surprise and no new thing. Contrary to the current media narrative, people across this great nation quite often default to respect and understanding. It is only the mobs spurred on by false narratives of hate that seem to be incapable of reason and respect. The vast majority of Americans are not racist and do not adhere to prejudicial ideas. The majority wants peace, equity, and freedom. This rally really should be propped up as the protest model to follow with any insiders being quickly shut down by the movement as a whole. If you're not here to make valuable contributions and only seek hate and destruction, this is no place for you. Unfortunately, in an effort to be the loudest voice, many movements of today justify the actions of their most violent participants. Thankfully, Those in support of our Second Amendment remain the most level-headed of the bunch. Today, let's take a note from our personal relationships and remember that we are, by default, on each other's side until our actions prove that we are not. And no, silence is not violence. Like those at Saturday's Richmond Rally, let us not forget that we are not each other's enemies simply because we do not agree on every issue under the sun, Let us look for those places of common ground that our true enemy would hope we don't find. This week, may we all approach our public and social interactions with grace, compassion, and a good solid check of our own egos and motivations. In other news, more than 400 elephants have mysteriously died in Botswana since March of this year. With little to no evidence of foul play, officials are conducting extensive exploratory testing to determine cause of death, hoping there is something that can be done to stop this immense loss of life. Wednesday of last week, Trump formally announced his support of a second stimulus check to needy Americans. Even still, speculations predict if past Americans won't see a second round of stimulus payments until at least August of this year. Air quality alerts went out all over the nation this weekend as hundreds of thousands of Americans vibrantly went against local ordinances prohibiting the use of fireworks this Independence Day. What the, me- what the media refers to as the silent majority was not so silent on this one. And if you spent any time awake this weekend, you've heard that Kanye West announced some sort of presidential campaign for 2020, pitting him against his longtime support of Donald Trump. As a testament to the utter lack of priority of a section of our population, his announcement has garnered immense support. A prime example of one of the major downfalls of our current society, a musician with no background in really anything other than art and no clearly defined platform has gained more support in 48 hours for presidency than a Ph.D. professor in psychology with clearly defined ideals and a firm belief in the Constitution of this nation has gained in the last year. What a time to be alive. And remember, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, and neither will Jelaine Maxwell. Have a free and fruitful week. Hey, Freedom Loving listeners. Thank you for being a part of this morning's mouthful. If you need a little more freedom in your day, feel free to check out our weekend edition of Freedom in Numbers.